Welcome to Fiction Fridays with Mrs. Bryant. Our first book is Mrs. Master is a Disaster, written by Dan Gutman. Chapter One. My name is AJ, and I hate toilet seats. Let me explain. On Saturday, my family was going to go to the movies to see Star Wars, but then the toilet seat in our bathroom broke, so we had to spend the whole day at the mall shopping for a new toilet seat. Bummer in the summer. That's why I hate toilet seats. Okay, I promise there's nothing else in this book about toilet seats. Quick, look down. Ha ha, made you look down. Nana nana boo boo on you. Anyway, when I got to the front steps at elementary school on Monday morning, the weirdest thing in the history of the world was going on. The place was swarming with old fogies. Men and ladies with canes and walkers and gray hair were everywhere. What's going on? I asked my friend Michael, who never ties his shoes. Did they turn the school into a retirement home? I asked Ryan, who will eat anything, even stuff that isn't food. Does this mean we don't have school anymore? Asked Neil, who we call the nude kid, even though he wears clothes. No more school, I chanted. No more school. No more school. I figured everybody was going to start chanting no more school with me. I looked around. Nobody else was chanting. Everybody was looking at me. I hate when that happens. What's with all the old fogies, I asked. It's not nice to say old fogies, Arlo, said Andrea Young, this annoying girl with curly brown hair. Older people are called senior citizens. Today is grandparents' day, remember? My grandma's coming in to talk about her life, said Alexia, this girl who rides a skateboard all the time. Oh, yeah, I forgot. My grandpa Bert told me he would be coming to school, too. We went inside and walked a million hundred miles to Mr. Cooper's class. Grandpa Bird and a bunch of other old fogies were lined up in the back of the room. Welcome to Grandparents' Day, said Mr. Cooper, after we pledged the allegiance. I'm glad so many grandparents were able to join us today. We can learn a lot from listening to people who have lived longer than we have. Who would like their grandma or grandpa to go first? Me, shouted Andrea. Me, shouted Andrea's crybaby friend, Emily. Me, shouted Ryan. In case you were wondering, everybody was shouting me. But Mr. Cooper picked Grandpa Bert, so Nana Nana Boo Boo on everybody else. Grandpa Bert walked up to the front of the class. My name is Bert, he said. I'm AJ's grandpa, and I'm an old fogey. So I guess that makes you kids young fogies. Everybody laughed even though Grandpa Bert didn't say anything funny. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Bert, said Mr. Cooper. I'm just an old coot, said Grandpa Bert. Are there any young coots? How come all coots are old? What's a coot anyway? And what's the difference between a coot and a fogey? Uh, how old are you, Bert, asked Mr. Cooper. I'm 70 years old, he replied. Gasp, we all gasped. I can't imagine ever being 70. Yep, that's pretty old, said Grandpa Bert. I was born back in the 20th century. Wow, we all said, which is mom upside down. It must have been weird to live in a different century. I bet everything was black and white when Grandpa Bert was young. I'm as old as some turtles, he said. Hey, maybe that's why turtles move so slowly, because they're old. But come to think of it, even young turtles move slowly. Maybe turtles are just born old. 
Did you kids know that sea turtles can make a noise just like burping? Then he made some funny burping noises with his armpit. Grandpa Bird is weird. Okay, thank you, Bert, said Mr. Cooper. How about Andrea's grandma? Would you like to go next? Andrea's grandma went to the front of the class. She was all dressed up like she was going to a wedding. She told us her name was Mrs. Young and that she used to be a teacher. Does anybody have a question for Mrs. Young? asked Mr. Cooper. Did they have Fruit Loops when you were a kid? I asked. What's a Fruit Loop? asked Andrea's grandma. Gasp, we all gasped. I can't imagine not knowing what Fruit Loops are. Fruit Loops are my favorite cereal, I told her. They taste like candy, but they have the word fruit in them, so you know they're good for you. They sound disgusting, Andrea's grandma replied. I don't approve of sugary foods. Did they have video games when you were a kid? asked Neil. No, Mrs. Young replied. When my friends and I wanted to play, we had to go outside. Outside? I asked. Where's that? Everybody laughed, even though I didn't say anything funny. One by one, the other old fogies came up and told us about their lives. Michael's grandfather was a soldier in the army. Emily's grandmother worked in a bank. Neil's grandmother told us that when she was a teenager, she went to some place called Woodstock. It must have been horrible because she had to live outside in the mud for three days. Blah, 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 blah. All the old fogies told us, blah, 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 blah. When I was your age, blah, 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 blah. The good old days, blah, 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 blah. The last of the old fogies was Alexia's grandmother, Mrs. Master. She told us she was an inventor and that she started her own company. What did you invent? asked Andrea. Oh, all kinds of things, Mrs. Master replied. Shoes that tie themselves, eyeglasses with built-in windshield wipers. You know that rubber thing your parents use when they can't take the lid off of a jar? You invented that? We all asked. Yes, replied Mrs. Master. Somebody had to. How else would we get the lids off of jars? It was really interesting listening to the old fogies talk about their lives, but it went on all morning. I thought that by the time the grandparents were finished, I might be a grandparent. Chapter 2. Okay, it's time for spelling, Mr. Cooper said after all the old fogies were gone. Yay, shouted all the girls. Boo, shouted all the boys. Most words are easy to spell, Mr. Cooper told us. You can just sound them out. Can somebody spell what Mr. Klutz's job is? Andrea waved her hand in the air like she was trying to signal a plane from a desert island. Mr. Cooper called on her, of course. Mr. Klutz is the P-R-I-N-C-I-P-L-E, guessed Andrea. That's close, said Mr. Cooper. Remember, the principal is your pal. P-R-I-N-C-A-P-A-L, guessed Ryan. Nice try, but no, said Mr. Cooper. Just sound it out. P-R-I-N-S-I-P-A-L, guessed Michael. No, sorry, said Mr. Cooper. P-R-I-N-S-I-P-L-E, guessed Emily. Mr. Cooper slapped his own forehead. Grown-ups are always slapping their foreheads. Nobody knows why. On that moment, the lunch bell rang. Yay, everybody shouted as we grabbed our lunch bags and ran out the door. I guess we'll never learn the right way to spell what Mr. Klutz's job is. 
We walked a million hundred miles to the vomitorium. I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Ryan had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich too. But he turned his sandwich upside down and said it was a jelly and peanut butter sandwich. Ryan is weird. Wasn't Grandparents Day fun? asked Emily. I hope I never get old, Michael said. I don't want to be an old fogey or an old coot, I said. Everybody gets old, Arlo, said Andrea, who calls me by my real name because she knows I don't like it. Getting old is part of life. Your grandmother was a cool lady, Alexia, said Emily. I didn't know that she invented all those things. Yeah, she invented lots of stuff, said Alexia. Last week, she invented a cookie dunker that prevents your hand from getting full of milk when you dunk a cookie. I bet she made a ton of money, I said. Hundreds of dollars. Thousands, said Ryan. Millions, said Neil. Bazillions, said Michael. I don't even know if bazillions is a real word. It sounds like a made-up number, if you ask me. But even if it is fake, Alexia's grandmother must be really rich. Hey, we should invent something and start our own company, I said. Then we could make bazillions. AJ, you're a genius, said Ryan. I should get a Nobel Prize for that idea. You probably think that's a prize to give out to people who don't have bells, but it's not. Where did you get that dumb idea? Instead of going to recess after we finished lunch, we went to Mr. Klutz's office. When we got there, he was hanging upside down from a bar near the ceiling. He had on boots that were attached to the bar. What are you doing up there? I asked. Oh, just hanging around, Mr. Klutz said as he pulled himself out of his boots and jumped down on the floor. What can I do for you? This must be pretty important for you kids to miss recess. We want to start a company like my grandma did, said Alexia. That's a great idea, said Mr. Klutz. I like my students to think big. What sort of company do you want to start? We don't know, said Andrea. We should make something, said Ryan. Well, what do you want to make, asked Mr. Klutz. We want to make bazillions, I said. Hmm, said Mr. Klutz. I don't know if I can help you. I don't know the first thing about starting a company. That's when I came up with another genius idea. Why don't you call your grandma on the phone, Alexia, I suggested. Maybe she'll help us. That's a great idea, Mr. Klutz said as he picked up his phone. No wonder I'm in the gifted and talented program. Alexia told Mr. Klutz the cell phone number for Mrs. Master, and he dialed it. It was like that TV show where they ask people questions, and if they can't answer them, they can call a friend. Mr. Klutz turned on the speaker on his phone so we could hear what Alexia's grandmother had to say. Hello, said Mrs. Master. This is Mr. Klutz over at elementary school, said Mr. Klutz. May I speak with Mrs. Master? Speaking, said Mrs. Master. You really inspired Alexia and her classmates this morning, said Mr. Klutz. Now they want to start their own company. Can you give them any advice? I'm pretty much retired now, so I have plenty of time, replied Mrs. Master. I'll be right over. Yay, we all shouted.